Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. I had an abortion three years ago last month. I didn't remember the precise date until Facebook presented me with a memory of something I posted thanking my friends and family for their support after my abortion. This year, it struck a chord in a way I wasn't expecting. I don't mark the anniversary of the day I terminated my pregnancy. I was 40 years old, my family was complete, and my husband and I made the decision easily and without angst. I have previously written about how uncomplicated my decision was, how I made it for my kids, for myself, and for that baby-to-be. I think about abortion a lot. I run research studies that examine the effects of abortion on women's lives. But like many of the one in four women who will have an abortion during her reproductive life, I don't think about my own abortion very much. But as we approach Mother's Day, I am. At this point, I imagine those readers who support the right of women to have an abortion are getting a sinking feeling anticipating a story of abortion regret. Those who oppose abortion are getting a little excited about the prospect of a pro-choice feminist seeing the light. As with everything that has to do with the politicized conversation about abortion, women's stories are, and my story is, more complicated. I'll skip ahead for a minute to say that overall, I don't regret my abortion. In that, I am like most women who have made the same choice I did. For approximately one-third of women who reported feeling some regret about their abortion in a study tracking long-term emotional responses to ending a pregnancy, almost all of them also say that abortion was the right decision for them given their circumstances at the time. Researchers who have examined abortion regret more closely find that most women's regret about their abortion stems from the circumstances that put them in the position to make that choice, not from the choice itself a partner who becomes unsupportive or even abusive in the face of an unintended pregnancy, a family that turns its back. Those are the things that women regret. Like me, many women are not conflicted about their decision to terminate a pregnancy. A a significant proportion of women, however, report feeling both positive and negative emotions about their abortion. Happiness and sadness coexist. Anyone who has ever had to make a weighty decision, like whether or not to get married or to have a major surgery, knows that feeling. Three years ago, I saw the paths ahead of me fairly clearly. The sleepless nights, the attention taken away from my older children, the vomit and poop, the strain on my marriage versus the ability to focus on my own work, on my two beautiful children, and on my life. As the circumstances of my life have shifted over the past three years, I see those paths somewhat differently. I see more nuance, more potential joy where I thought there was only drudgery, more rough waters where I thought there was only smooth sailing. My family has changed and I find myself thinking more even-handedly about what a baby might have brought to my life. I've watched friends struggle both with new parenthood and with infertility. I've watched new marriages born and an equal number crumble. The decision I made three years ago looks different now through the filter of those changes, not better or worse, just different. 
I set out to write this Mother's Day piece about how I told my kids about my abortion and to encourage others to do the same. I told my son, who was 13 at the time, that I was having an abortion a few days before the procedure. I explained to him that contraception can fail and even someone who knows a lot about reproduction can get pregnant unexpectedly. I told him that while I was sure I would grow to love a new baby just as much as I loved him and his sister, I also feared I would resent the havoc it would wreak on all our lives and the attention it would take away from them. He wanted to know if I would be okay, if it would hurt. I waited to tell my daughter, who was nine at the time, until my story was going to be on the local radio. Neither of my kids ask about it now, but if they did, I would tell them that the decision I made was the right one for me and our family. I would tell them that mostly I don't think about that pregnancy as a baby, but sometimes I do. I would tell them that mostly when I do think of the baby that could have been, I do so with dread, but sometimes I think of the joy it could have brought. I might also tell them that while I wouldn't trade the two of them for anything, I do sometimes wish I had waited longer to embark on the adventure that is parenthood. I would tell them that adult decisions are complex and bring with them complex emotions that can shift over time in response to the ways in which life shifts. In the month since my marking the anniversary of my abortion, I've been binge watching Call the Midwife. Set in London's East End in the late 1950s, the show follows the Nanatus House nuns and midwives who care for the women, men, and children of a neighborhood untouched by the post-World War II economic boom. The show demonstrates that pregnancy, birth, miscarriage, stillbirth, infant death, infertility, and abortion coexist in a reproductive continuum that sparks joy and relief as well as sadness and regret, often simultaneously. Pregnancy has never just meant a squealing infant placed in a serene mother's arms. My decision to have an abortion exists in the arc of my reproductive life story, just like my decisions to carry my two previous pregnancies to term. All of these decisions are multidimensional, they are all weighty, and yet they are mundane in that women throughout time have had to make them. The government regulates many of our choices. We're required to wear seatbelts when we drive and helmets when we ride a bike so that we don't hurt ourselves and others. We're required to be sober when we drive for the same reason. The regulations placed on access to abortion, by contrast, focus on regulating our regret. Laws requiring waiting periods, informed consent scripts, which often contain false information, and mandatory ultrasound viewing are passed under the auspices of making sure women don't make hasty decisions that they might later regret. The irony of this approach is that we humans make decisions we later come to regret or at least re-examine all the time. The women in my life regret not having children sooner or having children too soon. They regret, they regret getting married or not getting married or marrying the wrong person. Regret is a part of life. I do not regret my abortion. If I had it to do over, or if I had to make the same decision again today, I would still choose not to have a baby. And I remain firm in my conviction that in the context of abortion, regulating regret is unnecessary, patronizing, and just plain impossible. On this Mother's Day, I want my kids to know that their reproductive lives will bring joy and pain, fulfillment and disappointment, and yes, sometimes regret. I want them to know that parenting takes many forms, it can be an aunt who has been a calm, loving presence in their lives during a tumultuous time, 
or their grandparents who love them beyond measure. I want my kids to know that motherhood encompasses a range of experiences, some of them joyful and others not. For every mother we celebrate on Mother's Day, there is complexity in her experience, paths not taken, dreams both fulfilled and left behind. That is just what it means to be human. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.